Our political editor, Jane Patterson, is travelling with the Prime Minister in China and she joins us now. Jane, so the Prime Minister's moved on to Shanghai, but the questions about his ministers are still following him. That's right. So after Kitty Allen's responses to the media today, he is sticking with his position that there have been no formal complaints, so therefore he sees the situation um, as basically being the same as yesterday, that is he doesn't see any particular problem at the moment with his minister or not any that he is talking about. Now he said that uh, all ministerial officers get extra support. He was asked, you know, have there been any instances where the office of Kitty Allen needed extra support, extra management? And he said he wouldn't catalogue individual examples of that, but when ministerial officers come under pressure, they get the support from the Prime Minister's office. Now, he did say that since we talked to him yesterday, he has spoken to Kitty Allen. He said primarily that was to check in and make sure that she was OK, but he also again without going into specifics, alluded to the fact that they had a, a brief conversation about any other issues that might come up, a sort of, is there anything else I need to know kind of a conversation, and he said that he would be having a fuller discussion with her when he gets back. He said that um, in terms of the uh, roll call of ministerial mistakes and sackings and resignations, um, they are certainly not helpful, and particularly when you're on an overseas trip like this and with uh, big diplomatic meetings, to be talking about ministers in trouble back home is not helpful. It's not helpful. It's a distraction that he doesn't need. Um, I asked him whether the message had got through to the Cabinet and the wider executive about the expectations of you know, basic competence, basic following the rules, and he said, uh, of course, that message had been delivered and they should be under no illusion about the expectation he has of the standard he expects. OK, so overseas trip aside, Jane, what does it mean for Chris Hipkins heading into election season? Well, that was another one of the questions in terms of snap election. I mean, at what point do you get to the point where you call an early election? For example, if there is uh, a suggestion that the, the public has lost confidence in the government, that the uh, ministerial controversies become too much and the Prime Minister decides to go to the polls. Chris Hipkins says nowhere near that at all. He is not looking at or considering a snap election. He says that he has, uh, that Labour has a majority. There is no suggestion of instability or a lack of confidence in Parliament to be able to do anything. So he said uh, not at this stage at all. Uh, he did say in terms of Kitty Allen that uh, again he was asked whether she had indicated whether she would stand at the next election. He said that he, she had not indicated to him that she would not, um, but also it's something that he would not ask directly. But look, the closer the election gets, each time these things happen, it is more damaging. And as we've spoke about before, it's the cumulative effect. When you have two, three, four ministers on the trot, Jan Tanetti today having to apologise to the House after that Privileges Committee hearing, it all piles up. So again, that message would be going back to the ministers. Even though these events have been historic, it's the handling of them, and as we've seen with Stuart Nash and Michael Wood, he gave them the benefit of the doubt and then suffered, in terms of the Prime Minister and the Government, major political damage as more allegations rolled out over the week. So they need to get their act together and really keep it tight because they just cannot afford to keep spending this capital. OK, what about the business in China? What's been happening today? So we had the main 
political, big diplomatic meetings in Beijing, of course, including with President Xi. Uh, the Prime Minister flew to Shanghai today, which is really much more of a business and trade focus. Of course, we have a large business delegation, and he has described the trip so far as very successful, and he said that the message uh, for New Zealand is open for business, and an added extra from the Trade Minister, and pleasure. He said people, he wants people to come to New Zealand, not just for business, but for fun. But of course, remember Jacinda Ardern said that this has been um, a catch cry for New Zealand Prime Ministers since the borders opened for COVID, really trying to get that trade back up, trying to restore tourism, international students. So the next, the rest of today and tomorrow will be very much about connecting with businesses here. We've just had a really interesting panel actually in a presentation on how New Zealand businesses find doing business in China. They said that one of the biggest things was visa processing times, which is something that the government actually can sort out. Um, so some really practical feedback from the business community here about doing business in China at the moment and what would make it better for them in the future. Thank you, Jane. That is our political editor, Jane Patterson, joining us live there from China.